0: welcome to the dns podcast mr praneet naita
1: thank you thank you mr My naita pleasure.
0: 18 years of successfully running a legacy of operating a jewelry store in dubai what has brought you back to india
1: okay let me uh, first tell you why what took me to dubai why i went to dubai uh, I, uh, there was a lot of business opportunities in 2003 when i moved to dubai um, I, I wanted to get exposure to international markets to international brands And uh, understand how uh, their sensibilities work. So I established a business there. I used to source best quality raw material, gemstones and diamonds and supply to Middle East, Europe and uh, South American markets. Uh, That gave me an exposure to the designs the international brands used to make, the way they used to work. And, uh, you know, but at the back of the mind, I always wanted to create my own brand. I had this at the back of my mind that I want to... Uh, have my own identity someday. So I, I got inspired by these brands, and uh, th- that's when I decided to come to India. The reason being in Dubai, in Dubai, there are plethora of jewelers, and you're pitted against the top international brands. True. So to create an identity over there amongst uh, such big names and age-old names uh, would be difficult, and. Uh, I thought India is an uh, emerging market and it's the best place to go back and create my own uh, identity and a brand. Uh, and I, my, my roots are from India. So, Absolutely. So, you know, they, they say your heart is where your roots are. So I, I wanted to come back and do something. here. That's what uh, brought me back after so many years.
0: That's amazing. A great journey probably from Dubai to India.
1: Yes absolutely yeah. Yeah, you belong regrets. to
0: india's top jewelry family what has made you weave in your own jewelry brand in india under the brand pranit Naita?
1: when you are an when, when you are under an umbrella of a big brand uh, it comes with its own uh, challenges uh, right. because they have their own aesthetics their own values true and uh, you you can't uh, rock the boat you if you want to swim against the tide you want to you know, have individuality. Right. Uh, you have to think outside the box. And uh, when I wanted to, you know, create my own name, a niche for myself, True. Uh, it's, it's very difficult to kind of have a voice uh, with the many people in, in, in the scenario. Uh, and especially when there is a brand which has been established for such a long time. Right. So, how, how do you stand out? Uh, That was my challenge. And that's when I decided, uh, you know, if I have to uh, go about it, I have to take the risk. I have to take the plunge. And I have to uh, do it by creating my own brand, Praneet Naita, where where I can be my own boss and have my own say.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well said. You've returned to India and in no time you've successfully launched your brand, Praneet Naita. Yes. Can you share with our audience what should they be looking at, at your brand, Praneet Naita? Yes
1: well uh, it's it's not that it happened immediately it uh, took me a lot of time there was a lot of work at the back end uh, it was during covid when there was an inception of an idea uh, which i wanted to sort of explore myself into uh, i wanted to dive into that and um, uh, i'm i'm a designer i'm a creative guy <laughs> uh, essentially yeah So, I I always keep innovating, creating things and I love wearing jewellery myself. I love wearing eclectic accessories and adorning myself and, you know, going out, uh, trying flaunting my jewellery. Outstanding. So, So I wanted to create for uh, people like me. I wanted to create for uh, men because now today, you see, in India, men have discerning tastes. They have evolved over a period of time. Right. A lot of them want to flaunt their style. They want to wear their personality. Uh, I wanted to create for them. I I saw a lacuna in the space of men's jewelry, luxury men's jewelry. And uh, that's where I wanted to pitch in. And uh, I started creating during COVID. I did a lot of research and development. I sat with a team of designers and we created ideas. We brainstormed on what we could uh, make and how we should uh, you know, launch ourselves. The, the, so it, it was. It was a lot of working where it came to procuring the right raw material and consistently getting the same quality. Collaborating with the right people, having somebody to make the. You know, you envisage something, but then to bring it to reality, you need a whole team to do it.
0: Absolutely.
1: So to to create the right quality of workmanship, craftsmanship. Uh, so, these were all the challenges that I, I faced initially. But then uh, slowly as the brand evolved, as I started uh, digging more into it and working uh, effortlessly on this uh, idea of mine, things started to take shape.
0: Amazing, amazing. So, it's teamwork which really, really is you know the epitome of any brand. Yes, which absolutely. Which is rightly coined by you. And, and
1: actually, uh, apart from teamwork, it's also... Uh, you know the right people collaborating with you, uh, who share the same idea and vision, who believe in you. So my wife was a big supporter. She kind of always pushed me, you know, you know, go the extra mile, do it. You can, absolutely. you believe in yourself. So, uh, so that that extra support that you get, that also helps a lot apart from your teamwork. Yeah. True,
0: absolutely. It's the support, it's the dedication, the perseverance, I think, and a lot of hard work which goes in building a brand.
1: Yes. Uh, and like they say, brand is not built in a day. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and uh, Rome wasn't built in a day. Absolutely. So uh, it's so it's it's very easy for us to say, it's, oh, it's a brand. Uh, but you know the the brand stands for its core values, for its uh, aesthetics, for. Uh, what it promises and whether you deliver to your promise or no.
0: Oh, absolutely. The
1: service and yes. the value
0: which you give your t- to your client and the value which you put on the table is something where the client is going to come back to you.
1: Yes. And I'm lucky to have been born in a family uh, with, which has jewelry as its uh, core business. So I've, I've seen the ethics, the values which my grandfather... And my four uh, fathers, my grandfather's father, great grandfather used to carry and the way they used to deal. I've I've seen that while growing, you know, right from childhood. So I've imbibed those and then obviously your experience and knowledge always comes into play. Um, Having uh, been in the jewelry business and being being a fifth generation dweller, that comes, that runs in our blood. The, The knowledge and experience obviously comes easier than it would come to other people.
0: True, true. Yeah. I personally believe in a formula, passion plus consistency equals to success.
1: Yes, uh, I I kind of agree with you because uh, you, you can't uh, give your 100% till you don't do what you love. True. I, my love for jewelry has always been from childhood uh, and it has just grown and it has kind of uh, helped me with the tra- travels I've had, with the experience, international exposure I've had, with the interactions I've had with so many different markets. Um, you, you know, and then you, you learn from every person you meet, the experiences you share and the inspirations. When you travel to different countries, you get inspired from so many different things. True. And the then, cultural experiences. Absolutely. True. And then you bring all that on your table and then you... Uh, put them together when you start creating, you know, a lot of those thoughts come back to you. And you draw uh, inspirations and my pieces have stories uh, behind each of them. Yes, uh, we which, did have that
0: brief conversation.
1: Yes, which draws yeah. stories from uh, all all these things that I have experienced.
0: That's amazing. It's such a big USP which you have for your jewellery. That every piece of Pranit jewellery has a story behind it.
1: Yes. Yeah, a story it's- because... Uh, i think people connect with stories somewhere each of us have has their own story you know and True. we uh, it's it's through our stories that we have our narrative absolutely so yeah i mean i, I have uh, put stories behind my thoughts what what went into creating it And I hope it resonates with people when they wear them. I'm
0: sure they will. I'm sure because it's an innovative idea and it's a destructive idea of sharing a jewellery with a story to a buyer. Yes. So I'm sure the consumers are going to be awed by your gesture of sharing a story behind a piece of jewellery.
1: Yeah, fingers crossed.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) You mentioned men's jewellery. Yes. What has made you enter this micro niche in the jewellery segment?
1: Uh, You know, even today, India is such a big market when it comes to wedding, wedding jewellery, bridal jewellery. Right. Uh, but when it comes to groom gifting, when you have to give something, a luxury piece to a, a groom, there's nothing apart from a luxury watch, a branded watch. What do you gift a guy? Uh, you you want, they now in today's generation, now we're talking about the ones who are going to get married. The grooms are going to be the millennials. True. So they, they want something they can wear. Uh, they can express themselves in, uh, they can flaunt their style and it's it's become a part of your personality. Right. Uh, so when when it comes to groom gifting, there is nothing, there was no luxury product available as a brand, which one could uh, say, okay, you know, let's uh, apart from a watch, let's also gift him a luxury piece of jewel. True. So menswear jewel, uh, be, uh, luxury menswear jewelry became very important. Uh, to fit that gap and to find a solution for groom gifting. Also, I feel uh, today it's it's uh, when even when you see bridal jewelry, I've attended to a lot of brides because my uh, my experience and my past has always been dealing with women for their bridal jewelry. Right. But I have associated with grooms along the way, and uh, then there are my friends whom I speak to and discuss with, and I take their ideas and feedback. And w- what I have seen is that uh, if if there is some brand which can, uh, and let me, let's understand this, we are offering products which have gold, which have diamond, which have value at the end, right? right. So when, when people have something to give to a groom, which is luxury, which is branded, which has quality, and at the end it has value. And then we, the kind of things we offer along with our brand, the warranties and the certifications, so, that brings the trust factor also into True, it.
0: The value added services.
1: Absolutely. Right. So, our, uh, if you go through our long terms and conditions, you, you'll be amazed at the kind of things we offer along with just the product. Amazing. So, there is the design, there is the product, there is the quality. But there's so many other things that go with it. Right. So, I wanted to cater to that segment. And that's why I wanted to enter the space of essentially groom gifting, uh, India being such a big wedding market and so many opulent and high profile weddings happening here Uh, but uh, apart from that our range which is like from 1.5 lakhs to we cap at 5 lakhs uh, our range caters to all segments all uh, stratas of the society so it's not just hnis or uh, people with uh, money who can afford it for broom gifting it works for everyone
0: yeah when it's
1: it's uh, something I feel one can treasure for lifetime.
0: Right. So, rightly said that Pranit Naita gives value services yes. to their customers at the end of the day, when they come with a whole lot of value-added services along with the brand. Yeah. Along with the piece of jewelry they yeah. buy from your store.
1: Yeah. Because I believe uh, quality and service is uh, actually carried on for a lifetime. And, uh, that's And that, that has more value than the value itself.
0: Absolutely. There's only one profit center. Yes. In the world and which is the customer.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Right. So you want to make the customer happy.
1: Absolutely. That's the core.
0: True. Mm-hmm. How do you see the men's jewelry industry in the next five years?
1: Oh, it's growing exponentially. Uh, I believe uh, I've, I've done a lot of research and uh, my, my reading on men's jewelry because I was getting into this segment. So I, I have read a lot of articles and, and things. But I believe men's jewelry is about in India, about a 950 crores market. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not much actually when you compare it to the worldwide market where uh, in 2021 alone, uh, worldwide jewelry, men's jewelry market was valued at 6.5 billion dollars. So India is at 950 crores plus minus uh, right now and it's supposed to potentially grow at about 36% next year.
0: That's a but, tremendous growth.
1: Yes, but I, I see actually that's just the beginning. I see a growth of about 5x in the next five years. Wow. Yeah, because the tastes and preferences of men are changing. Men are actually now going about and spending on themselves. Uh, The, you know, with the gender uh, fluid codes and, uh, you know, individuality. uh, uh, Well, uh, also uh, men have become a lot more patient when it comes to, you know, buying jewelry. So with with all these and then of course the social media True. you you uh, nobody absolutely. <laughs> gets paired, yeah. gets spread by the social media
0: absolutely the awareness so has the really
1: awareness increased that, I, I, I was just coming to that it's through the so- social media it's the awareness that has been created absolutely uh, and that's that's what driving the uh, men's jewelry sector in India and it, it's it's going to uh, grow leaps and bounds and mm-hmm. I, I just wanted to make early inroads into it
0: absolutely a great platform to a great industry rather to enter into yes the indian charm india to become third biggest market for men's jewelry yeah your take on men's jewelry <laughs> getting the spotlight
1: yeah I, i've heard of this uh and then let's let's thank our government actually for it uh, the government policies with the government policies make in india is a mantra and uh, that that actually has helped a lot of industries to, you know, come up, believe in themselves, uh, to uh, rise above the challenges, even to uh, put in a lot of effort, money and uh, uh, in, in terms of machineries. I'm talking about the quality, the finishes. So a lot of people have started in investing because they believe there is potential in India and uh, India is is like no other country. The emergence of new India is, is, a, is a huge, potentially growing market. Absolutely. Uh, also, I feel uh, uh, in in tomorrow's time, when when today it's it's so 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 easy for Indian men to kind of uh, see what's somebody celebrity wearing at a Met Gala or at a Cannes festival. True. It's uh, and uh, they see what the VIPs are wearing, the styles, the preferences. So it's so easy for people to kind of. Uh, adorn, if not copy them, but at least get inspired or want to dress like them or look uh, different and, uh, you know, express your own self in your own way. So, uh, Indian men have been uh, exposed to all this. Uh, But let's not forget, India's uh, love for jewelry goes way back. True. It goes Back to the time of Maharajas. I'm from Rajasthan, so the Maharajas of Rajasthan, uh, it started with ancient uh, Egypt civilization. Right. The pharaohs, the Roman Empire, the senators, and then our own very own Indian. uh, Dated
0: back to BC rather.
1: Yes. uh, The Nizams, the Mughals. True. uh, Extravagant jewelry. You know, and growing up, I've seen all that. So it's it's, the love for jewelry was always there. It just has to be expressed in a different way now. True, true.
0: How does your brand Praneet Naita remold Indian men? Uh,
1: Well, uh, our USP, one of the USPs is that today if you go to any international brand or any jewelry store, you would buy what's there, what they are offering you and what's available. And it's a product which is available everywhere. Uh, A client can come to us with their own ideas, stories, inspiration right. and get something bespoke designed which will be only designed for himself. Customized. Uh, customized. It's a bespoke piece made only for you and that's the only piece which will be made. Fascinating. It won't, yeah, it won't be repeated again. So people can get that with us and wow. we we love to create for people because there's many stories to tell and that's something which one would treasure for lifetime.
0: Absolutely. You know,
1: so, so it kind of gives us great pleasure in uh making such things for people i remember a friend of mine said i want to wear a gold biscuit on my neck as a pendant i'm like gold biscuit I said yeah i said okay let me design something for you don't just put it on just like that let me create something for you Try and what it. we we evolved we kept going back and forth and what we then created in the end for him was amazing and now he like loves wearing it he loves talking about it and telling people that he's <laughs> got a design from me
0: <laughs> that's amazing
1: so that's that's my usp but uh, our our main core products are obviously going to be designed for groom gifting like i said we are working on a new line uh, which has a mood board and inspiration derived from hardware and tools we're working with different textures of gold i'm working with like this is hammered gold wow beaten gold so I'm, I'm working with this sort of jewelry texture for are men. Are those da-
0: dancing diamonds? They
1: are, they are. Ah. And this is called the Radiant Rhapsody. Oh, uh, okay. That's the, the it name, name I did, and it has a story again, of oh. course. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll be creating a whole line of uh, groom gifting for men in excellent packaging, of course. Uh, so there are cufflinks, there's a tie pin, there's a bracelet, there's a ring and there's a ear stud. A lot of men wear ear studs nowadays. Right. And then one can pick and choose what they want to add. Uh, in the whole gift box to the groom. Amazing. So we'll be creating that, that's in the pipeline. And we'll keep working on uh, these sort of uh, designs with different inspirations.
0: That's amazing. I love your product line and I'm amazingly fascinated by the fact that men's jewelry is going to take a new spotlight in the jewelry segment.
1: Absolutely. Uh, you know, men have been ignored, I feel, <laughs> for quite some time. <laughs> it's about time now it's the spotlight people on the men. put the spotlight on men and jewellery for men.
0: And absolutely. What are your thoughts, Mr. Nayata, on how shall artificial intelligence play a significant role in shaping the jewellery industry in the coming years? Uh,
1: you know, I, I, I've dwelled into this. I feel artificial intelligence, when it comes to jewellery, it's still in its nascent stage. Uh, although the image development with artificial intelligence is still developing, there is still a long way to go where that is concerned. It's obviously AI yeah, is used in a lot of other things, but uh, where jewelry design is concerned, image imagery development—they call it—is is got uh, uh, still a long way to go. So it it will come into play. It will help in probably uh, designs and inspirations and creating right. sort, uh, sort of a background. Uh, for you and uh, a human touch will never uh, go away. Oh, absolutely. It's handcrafted jewelry. Yes. Uh, so the human touch will not go yeah. away. Because then you connect with people and uh, AI cannot do that. Absolutely. So uh, so that will serve as a base. Uh, so in jewelry right now, we own, it's not AI, but we only have augmented reality as of now, where people can uh, see a piece online and then uh, put it on virtually on yourself and see how it looks. Uh, you can go to a store also and digitally do that.
0: Right. There are a lot of stores across the globe which yes. offer that yes. segment and yeah. that experience.
1: Yes. but well, that's augmented Yeah, It's yeah, different from uh, yeah, AI. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, a- AI, I feel, will will still uh, take time. It, it will uh, take shape. Uh, having said that, you can probably put your, like if you want to market a certain product, uh, like about when it comes to branding or marketing you can get uh, aid from chat GPT nowadays
0: oh absolutely chat GPT is taking over again but yes. again the content which chat GPT gives
1: is you know standardized, standardized.
0: editing is required yeah,
1: absolutely. refining the content is required yeah, that's, that's what I said I mean AI will just give you a base a foundation True. but you will definitely need human touch and people to refine it to customize it and to make it suit your needs and palettes
0: absolutely Absolutely. And to resonate with your own brand.
1: Yes, exactly. Mm
0: -hmm. So, Mr. Nayata, what are your future plans with your brand, Mr. Praneet Nayata, jewellery brand in India?
1: Uh, E-commerce is one for sure. That's definitely on the cards. Uh, I I believe no brand can grow without e-commerce. Whether it's a a 100 rupee, 1000 rupee, 10,000 rupee or a 10 lakh rupee brand, a product, sorry uh or or services for, as a matter of fact so e-commerce is definitely one but we we are looking at uh, collaborating with people uh, to take our brand forward we are, so you know we'll be we hoping and i aspire to have investments come in uh, from investors where i can make my brand reach all small cities two tier three tier cities in india and we can have touch points because jewelry is all about touch and feel Absolutely. So we can have touch points in different uh, areas uh, all across the country, and uh, collaborations. Like I would, uh, collab. Our brand uh, is going to be collaborating, and that that's the plan forward. Uh, with uh, bespoke menswear designers, with right. wedding planners, with stylists. Uh, and if uh, we want to grow this and reach to a larger audience, more people, right? we uh, we will need funds and we'll need to invest more into not just our products, but also our marketing and branding. True. So we we are yeah. looking into that. And once all all that is set, a platform is uh, a basis, a foundation is laid and a platform is set. Right, uh, right now, we're only marketing and uh, focusing on Mumbai we are able to cater only to Mumbai. Right, but you'll venture yeah. out shortly. Yeah, uh, uh, very, very soon. In the near future, we plan to reach out to more cities and then eventually uh, reach out Pan India.
0: The brilliant roadmap ahead of you. Yeah. Wishing Pranit Nayata a lot of success in the coming years. Thank you. And looking forward to seeing your brand in all the tier 1 cities of India. Yeah. So you have a brilliant roadmap ahead of you with a bright future for men's jewelry with your brand Praneet Nahita.
1: Yes, I I believe so. Uh, We've done a lot of groundwork, a lot of hard work uh, to reach where we are at the moment. And uh, it's only uh, going upwards and uh, going forward from here on. And uh, I I hope to see a piece of Praneet Nahita dwell on... uh, uh, not every individual but uh, at least a lot of uh, celebrities a lot of uh, avant-garde men uh, in time to come
0: yes absolutely i'm looking forward to that yes and i'm looking forward to seeing your brand in every tier one city of india
1: that that's going to be happening very soon absolutely. so uh, Mo- mumbai delhi bangalore hyderabad these are the four cities you should be looking at uh, seeing our brand uh, very soon
0: amazing amazing yeah. looking forward to having you Touch and, you know, take India on a global platform with Pranit Mahita.
1: That's also our uh, on our agenda. I mean, when you asked uh, for our brand's future plans, once it's established in India and we have sort of, sort of certain traction here, uh, a, a kind of a brand name and image here, we want to take part in the international shows and uh, show, to showcase ourselves to the international market on what uh, Indians can offer, Indian brands can offer uh, in the segment of men's luxury jewelry.
0: Right. That's amazing, Johnny. You shared with us at the DNS podcast. Yes. Our grooms, if you're looking at getting jewelry customized for your wedding, kindly contact Pranith Naita. Thank you so much for being on the DNS podcast and thank you for a valuable time, sir.
1: It's It's my pleasure. Absolutely. Praneet Naita, what men wear. That's our tagline. And thank thank you Nirali for inviting me. I mean, it it was a pleasure. I mean, I had such a lovely conversation with with you. You yourself are such a dynamic person. So it just, you know, Mm -hmm. the energies kind of uh, connect with each other. And it it was wonderful. And really, thank you from the bottom of my heart for having me here.
0: Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Thank you.